Okay, welcome back to Don't Tell Amu. I'm Bushra. And I'm Raitha. And today we're here with some special guests. Um, we're here with Notion, Elvi, and Rahik. And <laughs> okay. so Notion and Elvi are siblings, and they're two of our closest friends. And Rahik is also, I yeah, guess, a close friend, friend. Uh, but also <laughs> my older brother. So we have a diverse group here today. Um, um, we're gonna talk about friendship, but let's uh, roll diverse. the intro. Yeah, roll the intro. Crash Force is sponsored by Think Bubble. I don't know what they sponsored by. Audible. I wish we had a sponsor. Yeah, I wish we had a sponsor. We should get on that. Yeah. Seat Geek is the best way to get your seats if you're a geek. <laughs> all right. Okay. So we're we've how long have we all been friends? Because I think this is a fairly new friend group. I've been friends with Rahik for a really long time. <laughs> yeah, I've been friends with my brother for a while now. I think no, we've I think- known each other for a good two months, maybe. At this point, it's been two months, I'd say. Okay, okay so <laughs> I've been friends with... So Bush and I have been friends with Alvi and Noshin for about, like, two years two now. Years, like, yeah. good yeah. friends for two years. Yeah. But they'll always say that we've only been friends for, like, two months. <laughs> and so we never get anywhere in our friendship. Because you're always like, we we just became friends. <laughs> like, we didn't. <laughs> um. Anyways... <laughs> Yeah, so today, I was told we were going to talk about friendship. Oh, yeah. I have a lot of opinions about friendship. Okay, please tell. (laughs) Well, I think it's situational. I just don't have an overarching singular opinion about friendship. That's what you made it seem like. (laughs) I have a lot of opinions. (laughs) Um, But I always find that when I'm talking to my friends about friendship, I'm always, like, the odd one out. I'm always like... No, you should have been there for him. Or no, it was your responsibility. Or I think I have a more strict interpretation of, like, the responsibilities involved. No, honestly, I think I feel the same way. Like, I'm always always very quick to just be like, you know what, they didn't do this for me, that means they don't care, that means I'm not going to be friends with them. Like, I have a very, very strict list of, like, things I expect from friends, which sounds really harsh. That's good, though. But it's only because I would do the exact same things for them. I think one good thing about you, Noshin, like, that I don't see in a lot of people is that you're very, like, direct. Like, you don't, like, yeah. go around oh and, like, try God, to fluff things that. up. I hate that. If, if I'm mad at you or if I'm upset about something, I'm literally just going to be like, hey, like, you did this. I'm upset. Let's talk about it. If we fix it, we fix it. If we don't, we're not really going to be as close anymore. Yeah. Like, I've always been like that. But I feel like sometimes that's not that good of a thing because then you're kind of really? like, yeah, because I feel like then it's, like, really easy for another person to feel like I don't value them when in reality it's kind of just like me wanting the same type of treatment that i would give them you know okay but in all fairness you're also preventing like other people stepping all over you that's true and i also feel like friendships are better when you like are super transparent like when we are passive aggressive like nothing especially when you let things like build up and then all of a sudden you're like why do we just let it all out at once yeah Yeah. i feel like that's when it's like really hurtful is when you didn't even realize five years ago Uh uh and it's like how am i supposed to know if you never told me yeah exactly yeah. And but also I think it's a little different for me too because 
since I don't live here, sometimes it's really hard for me to feel as connected to everyone, even though I'm like a part of the same conversations yeah. and I'm a part of like the Spirit group. Ramadan. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a part of like most of the group chats and everything, but sometimes I'm like, oh, like I'm missing out on so much, which I feel like no one else here has like been moved away like I know Paya has lived elsewhere before but now that he's back it feels like even with like my parents and stuff like yeah. sometimes I'm like oh wow like I'm the only one that doesn't live here Aww. and so that always feels kind of weird but I feel like in a way it kind of is nice too because I feel like I have like two groups of friends so I could always come home and I have like my group from home and then I go back to El Paso and I have Maybe my group there yeah so it's kind of nice I think a lot of us feel that way um a lot of us being people who've grown up in like cultural I don't know what to call it like like ABCDs or you can generalize that to like immigrant families where they have like a Bengali friend group and then like a school friend group yeah yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Mm-hmm. two separate friend groups and it's always interesting seeing them mix on birthday parties I remember those are always <laughs> okay. wait since we all kind of have like two friend groups or like multiple friend groups yeah. which one do you feel like you're closer to like your Bengali friend group or like your non-Bengali friend group because I feel like I can answer this, but I don't know if everyone can answer this. I think uh, when you say closer to, I would share certain things with my, like, American friends. But okay. I would share other things that the, my Bangali friends could relate to more with my Bangali friends. So I'm closer. I'm close to both of them. They're both my friends. But with different things, I would be closer to different mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely groups. agree. Because there's, like, I have, like, my friend group from high school. Like, I feel like I can tell them a lot of things that I can't tell, like, our Bangali friend group, but yeah. I also feel like I spend more time with, like, our Bangali friends. I feel like that, yeah. So it's kind of, like, a little bit of everything. Yeah, I feel the same way. Like, there's there's always going to be certain things that you're way more comfortable talking to with people of your own culture, and you're yeah. just going to feel at home. Whereas with a lot of other things, you're not going to feel as comfortable. Exactly. Especially, yeah. like, sometimes with things that you don't know how other people in the community feel about it. Like, you wouldn't want to share that with people in mm-hmm. the community. I want to bring up a topic, but I don't know how much you guys will be able to contribute. What? I think you guys Sports? will be. Okay, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I swear. It's, it's like, like baseball. <laughs> it's like, uh... <laughs> so, I don't know if you guys watched the MMA fight. Now, okay. oh, oh my god! god. I was like, are you serious? <laughs> okay, in the context of friendship, I came across a very new predicament, but I think it's going to become more and more prevalent in my life as I move forward. I was like SAT words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Predicament and prevalent is the only thing we heard. <laughs> I was talking to my uh, one of my close friends, and he was talking about how this last semester has been the hardest one he's ever had, and how he had multiple panic attacks. Mm. And I know going back to freshman year, there was times where he turned to me and he was just like, "Hey, man, can you help me out with this or that?" You know, just like being there for being there for someone when they're having a panic attack can be helpful, but. I didn't even know that he had any panic attacks this last semester. And I was just like, hey, man, I feel like we were together all semester. We had multiple classes together. Uh, I didn't know you were, uh, you know, struggling. And he's just like, it's good, man. Uh, I have uh, who is his girlfriend. So Ooh. it was this interesting, like, I'm so happy to hear that, you know, where it's like he has a loved one who can he who he can turn to. But it's this, like, interesting, well, how does that affect our relationship as a friend? I just want to say things have only gotten better since he started, since he got with this woman. So, in fact, I met her, met him through her. So, but I think just the fact that this interesting new 
aspect to our dynamic is something I wanted your guys' opinions on. Okay, well, I strongly feel that when you get in a relationship and that kind of... I mean, you're saying it makes made it better, right? Yeah, so that's good. So. But I feel like I always think that once you get into a relationship, you should try even harder to make sure that you still have that closeness with the rest of your friends and you're not just relying on your significant other for all the emotional support that you would get from your friends previously. Because, like, relationships could end at any moment, like, realistically. So I feel that if you put all of that emotional, like, burden on the person you're with, if you break up, it's going to be really hard to go back to your friends because Mm -hmm. you haven't been connected with them in that way anymore. So I feel like, although it could be a great source of emotional support, it shouldn't be your only source of emotional support. I agree, but I don't think relationship ends like that. Relationships end like that, but yeah, I agree with you. Well, I mean, I feel like at this age, like, it's really hard to um, just say that you're going to be with this person for the rest of your life, like, once you get with someone. Like, it's... You know what I mean? I agree, but I think that you usually see signs. Yeah. You know, it's not, like, abrupt. You see it a decline. Well, yeah, that's true, but I'm saying that if... So isn't it possible that you could just, as you see your relationship falling apart, that you just turn back to your friends, just like, hey, I need that's you That's the thing, though. You shouldn't have to turn back to your friends. I feel like that friendship shouldn't change just because you got into a relationship. It shouldn't be either or, I feel like. You shouldn't neglect your friends just because you have someone new in your life yeah. uh-huh. with okay. different meaning. Like, you can balance everything. Exactly. Like, I don't think it's neglecting, because I never felt neglected by my friend. I just think that my... I had a role as, like, a person who he would turn to in an emotional, distressful situation, and I lost that role. But was that the only role that defined your no, friendship altogether? No, absolutely not. Okay, but everything else stayed the same. Right. But it was, a like, it was a very important role in the fact that it was important to him. Okay. Okay, and to the best of your knowledge, do you feel like you were always there for him when he needed you? That's That was going to be, that was one thing I was going to say later on. Just like, I feel like even though I don't have that role anymore, he knows that he can turn back to me still. Okay. And in that sense, our friendship has, hasn't changed and will never change. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. <laughs> I think one thing I will add about the decline of relationships it's easy to say in retrospect that, oh, the relationship was declining, Declining now I should reconnect with my older friends just so I have someone to rely on when this one ends. But when you're in a relationship, it's hard to see that decline. Mm-hmm. It's only once you're out of that relationship, you look back and you're like, oh, in hindsight, yeah, that's true. We used to do this, but then we stopped doing this and this. Yeah. So you're able to clearly see the decline. But when you're once you're in the relationship, when you're in it still... It's hard to see that decline. So it's hard to prepare for the end, the, the eventual end of that relationship when you can't see it. And I feel place. like that's another place where good friends come in is they could kind of help you realize that the relationship is declining. Because when you're in a relationship, you don't always see like the bad things that are going on, but your friends are always going to notice that as like a third party. So them being able to tell you like, hey, I don't think this is right or something like that is honestly a really good thing because sometimes... 
you can't tell like what's happening because you're you, you see this person differently. You're never gonna see them in a bad light until you're kind of out of it and you're gonna like you said look back and be like, oh wait, how did I miss all this? When your friends could be the ones that are telling you. Do you yeah. think that has like negative side effects though? Because sometimes like if you're in a relationship and you're so like I guess blinded by everything and then you hear like an objective view from your mm-hmm. friends and they're like, oh, this is a bad relationship, and you become defensive and you end up feeling like you don't want to talk to them anymore about it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's always that risk uh-huh. too, right? Yeah. I feel like I feel like that's why it also depends on how you tell them. Yeah. I feel like if you're just attacking the person they're with, you're kind of attacking their judgment in mm-hmm. a way. Like, you're not just attacking the relationship. You're attacking them for choosing the other person. Right. So I feel like you kind of need to let them know that you support them, but still let them know what you're concerned about. Mm-hmm. So if you... I, I feel like if you're good enough friends and you just say it in a way where you're concerned rather than just like hateful towards their significant other I feel like it could be a good thing but uh, there's always that risk especially depending on how blinded they are within the relationship exactly I think that's something that a lot of people actually deal with like they actually Mm -hmm. become a lot more distance from their friends when they're in like a bad relationship and then after the fact they're like oh I should have listened to you and that's the scary part because then they're kind of if they if they get to that point where they're like oh I'm just not going to share anything anymore and they get to a point where there's bad things going on that they don't want to share because they know it's bad mm-hmm. but they just don't want to hear it from yeah. other people um, I feel like that's when it gets to a really bad place and yeah, at that point like as a friend there's not really much you could do but just be there for them when it eventually crashes and burns yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got a question for Notion um, at the ripe age of 35 <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm curious, how many of your friends from undergrad are you still in touch with? Okay, so I'm just to clear it up, I'm not 35. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 23. When you turn 35? Uh, in like 12 years. <laughs> um, but I, I keep in touch with all of my undergrad friends, actually. Undergrad wasn't that long ago. <laughs> um Almost all of them. Wait, isn't who are you? T- isn't it? I'll be smiling <laughs> so <laughs> widely. It's like no, she has like no talking about her tea that I don't even remember. <laughs> is it is it hard to stay in touch with your friends from undergrad with three children and a husband? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, kids are really hard to raise. No, wishes. <laughs> yeah, I wish. Honestly, I've had such bad baby fever since I was, like, 15. So. Oh. <laughs> like, every time I see a baby, I, I like, want one. <laughs> but I can't afford one, and <laughs> I don't think it's I like can. It's like a purchase decision. Yeah. <laughs> I can't afford well, honestly, yeah, I feel like. You can do payment plans. <laughs> How did your family first react when you had a kid when you were 17? <laughs> right? Like, was this, like... <laughs> Oh, what sorry. was your question? Do you, do you yeah. not want me to get into pri- private information? Uh, well, none of this is true. You can talk about <laughs> things that are true. Yeah, people who, like, don't know you're going to totally believe her. I know. <laughs> I don't have any kids. <laughs> I'm 23. I graduated undergrad a year and a half ago. And she's single. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> now they're going to just as many lies as possible. <laughs> Are you single? <laughs> Wait, so is this going to be about relationships? Oh my god, now? are you? <laughs> now that I heard you throwing doubt on it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to talk about this. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> no, you're not going to. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Wait, there was something I wanted to talk about 
that you brought up. Okay, no, I was. This is a serious question. Okay, okay, we'll go back to it. Um, so, um, I I read on Reddit. Ooh. From the old. <laughs> you know, that's when the that's how the word Reddit came about. It's I read it on Reddit. Yeah. So. Reddit. Oh, that's why you went, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you when you so, hear the so name good. of the movie in the movie, it's, it's, it's like that. Okay. Go ahead, Reed. Yeah, I don't... Uh, what is the movie that happened? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's pretty good. Oh, it's my ukulele. Um, hey, um, so I read on Reddit from an old man, older man that um, he said... He said something that kind of shook me. He said... The friends you have in college may not be the friends you have for the rest of your life. And. Well, okay. Uh, I mean, yeah. 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 The friends, how can you make any points may not be the friends? Very, very normal, normal thing to say, right? But this was on an Ask Reddit thread. And everybody knows Ask Reddit threads are deeper than they initially seem. And unfortunately, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> Well, okay, sorry, go on. Serious tag. I only go on relationship advice. <laughs> yeah, me too. Wait, yeah. I make myself Sesquare. feel better about my life. That's not the best. Yeah, that's not the. There we go. That's the, that's where we want to be. Um, no, but I, I think I'm misrepresenting the way he worded it clearly because the way he made it seem was that um, you may lose your friends from undergrad. And. It was, I, I don't know, it made me very sad, and which is why I asked you, okay. who is someone who is now a post-grad student, or post-undergrad student, um, that's why I asked you, who is now an under, uh, a graduate student, um, if you are in touch with your undergrad friends. Cause... So there was only one falling out I had with someone I was friends with in undergrad, but it happened while I was in undergrad. So, mm-hmm. like, this person, uh, when I moved to El Paso, I didn't know anyone there, so I feel like that kind of, we were talking about how, like, I'm so direct with friends, and I'm, like, so easy to cut them off, but I feel like that was a moment in my life where I was kind of like, I just need someone to talk to, like, I just need someone in my life, and so I feel like I started becoming friends with people who I wouldn't normally, like, no, okay, I started becoming friends with people, and... I started letting them do things that I wouldn't normally be okay with. And this friend in particular um, started kind of taking advantage of me. Like, not in a weird way, <laughs> but, like, there was just things that she would do that I was like, okay, that, like that's not cool. But I would just be okay with it because I felt like, okay, like, who else am I going to talk to, you know? So that I feel like that's when it becomes a problem is when you become friends because of the wrong reasons and you become friends with the wrong crowd. So, like, for example, like... With this particular friend, I was at... What examples do I even give? Do you remember any? Um, for example, you can talk about your trip over from El Paso to Phoenix. You So she would be traveling from between El, pa- El Paso and Phoenix regularly, so... One time you asked for a ride. Oh, yeah. Like, it does happen often, actually, because she had a car and I didn't. And... 
a lot of times, like, she'd be going to, like, the grocery store or something, um, and I would be like, oh, can I come along? Because I need groceries, too. And otherwise, I would have to, like, walk there or take an Uber. And her response would always be like, okay, like, what are you going to buy? Or what are you going to buy for me? Or, um, so breakfast is on you next oh time? Or, God. like, okay, so are you going to get me a Starbucks? And She's at the time, yeah. She was serious? Uh-huh. Yeah, she was serious. Oh and, my. like, at the time, I was kind of like, okay, yeah, sure, because it seemed fair. But now that I do have a car, I'm like, I would never yeah. in my life do that to someone. And then one time, like, I walked somewhere, and it was, like, really, really hot. And I, like, did not have the energy to walk back. And so I asked her, hey, like, can you pick me up? Like, I'm not feeling well. Like, I really don't want to walk back, and I don't want to, like, pay money for an Uber when, like, you're right there. And she was like, oh, I'm about to take a nap. Like, I don't <gasps> want to. And then oh, the, the breaking point <laughs> was when <laughs> it was when we went to a Halloween party together. And she... First of all, we were supposed to get ready together. I show up at her apartment, and she is like, hey, I'm going to take a nap with my boyfriend, so just sit in my living room, and we're just going to take a nap, and then we could get ready together. And I couldn't even get back to my dorm because I didn't have a car, and so I literally was sitting in the living room while her and her boyfriend were just napping in their apartment, and I it was just so awkward. Yeah, exactly! Yeah. Like, I don't even know what they were thinking. I'm like, can this not have... Like, can you have told me to come over later or yeah. something? And then we get to the party, and two seconds later, she's like, uh, yeah, I'm not really feeling it. I want to leave. And I was like, we literally just got here. And she was like, no, like, I want to leave. Are you coming with? Or are you staying? And I was like, I guess I'll stay, because there were other friends that I could get a ride from. And then as soon as she left, like, two seconds later, I realized that my wallet was in her car. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, like, can you come back real quick? Like, my wallet's in your car. And my wallet had my student ID, which is the key to my dorm. And she was like, oh, I'm already home. And I was like, no, you're okay. not. Like, oh you left God. two seconds ago. <laughs> like, can you just come back? And she's like, no, um, like, just get one of your friends to give you a ride to my place get your wallet and then just have them take you back oh to the door God. and I was like are you kidding me like are you kidding me she was literally two seconds away like there's no way she would have even gotten home and if she even if she had like she could have just taken the time to just drop it off to me yeah. um so I ended up having to like spend the night at my friend's house and then like my my friend's dad had to take me and it was just like a whole mess Jeez. like she could have just like turned she, the car around she could have literally just turned the car <laughs> around turn. yeah exactly <laughs> and I was like are you kidding me and she had a bunch of stuff at my place because she was moving out and so she was using my dorm as like a storage place for the place oh, for the oh things that didn't God. and I like I look back at this and I'm like why on yeah, earth did I let this happen <laughs> and so I told her to get her shit and I was like if you don't get it I'm just gonna like leave it outside my dorm because like this is it like yeah. I don't want to I don't want to carry your stuff anymore and then the next day she was like are you mad and I'm like oh my God. <laughs> what? what do you mean um and so yeah then I never talked to her again and I'm actually really good friends with her brother now but like I've never talked to her ever again (laughs) but yeah oh my god that's like that's low it was really bad it was it was so bad but that was honestly I feel like that was like the only time I've gotten to a point with someone where I was like I am never talking to you ever Mm -hmm. again Mm -hmm. like that's that genuinely, like, doesn't happen. Like, yeah, like, people drift apart and stuff, but yeah. that was the only time that I've literally been, like, I'm never going to be friends with this person. Yeah, you That's took crazy. a lot more than I think I would have. Yeah, yeah, me too. I wouldn't have also, taken yeah, that either. It's, it's hard to 
realize that when you're in like that in the moment exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. like in the moment like I was like oh it's fine like this it's fine like like I was just making so many excuses just because I felt lonely you know and that's so dangerous because it could have been worse you know like yeah. she could have been a worse influence she could have like it could have been way worse so like those things are like they're they're not they're not super small but they're not super detrimental to me so like I got I got out of that friendship like pretty early on so it didn't have like a huge effect on me but the fact that I let it get that far is what is more appalling to me than the actual acts that she did so first and last names uh so, her- <laughs> so she lives in uh- <laughs> El Paso clearly uh- <laughs> you're talking about Bushra oh my god <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever had like a friendship that went like that far. Like I've had like toxic friendships mm-hmm. where like it's usually always like the stupid drama like high school. Like yeah. the girl chooses like the guy over me and oh like won't god. talk to me for like a year, like stuff like that. But then like you know, when you grow up it's like, Oh, can we be friends again? And, you know, I'm never gonna say no to that. But that happened to me multiple times in high school. Like it was like like, a girl, like, we would be super close friends. And, yeah. like, we would hang out all the time because I went to a really small school. I didn't have anyone yeah. else to hang out with. And suddenly, like, a guy would have a crush on her and she would have a crush on him. Uh-huh. And she would ghost me for a little bit. Okay. Then she would find out that he liked me instead. Oh, my God. And I was like, no, like, I don't I don't care. Like, I don't want to be with him. You can have him. We'll, yeah. like, figure something out. And then I would still be the bad person in, like, the whole story. So they would abandon me, try to get the guy. The guy would tell me that he loved me. Oh, my God. And then she would take me even more. This happened to, like, one of my best friends in high school. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This actually a similar thing actually happened to me, like, a month ago. (laughs) A month ago. So a a friend reached out to me and was like, oh, this." she wasn't, like, she wasn't, like, in love with this guy. But she was like, oh, I have this crush on this guy. And you know him fairly well. And so I was like, all right, I'll shoot your shot for you. And so I, like, reached out to the guy and it was like hey what do you think about this girl she's like she thinks you're cute and funny yada 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 and and what happened was in turn he was like no but i have a crush on you and i was like and then and then like later that day my friend was like so what did he say what did you tell her i was like i like came clean i was like so this is kind of what happened and she was like it's fine but yeah, a month ago. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> oh. very recent. Oh my god. Well, she took it really well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Do your friends listen to this podcast? Can't talk shit about them. You can talk shit about them. Oh my god! <laughs> it's not on me. You're gonna it's on you. <laughs> I just want to say blood's on your hand. I'm kidding. Don't say any names though. Uh, me and my friends call your friends riders hoes <laughs> because of the way they follow you around. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. You're what friends? The CS boys. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. I always recently met them. Bushra has known some of them yeah. for a while. No, literally. I don't think they've ever said a word without Ryla saying it first. 
No, they're... You've, like, conditioned them to go through, like, certain paths on, like, the ca- campus. Like, we would take... We would go from one class to another, right, with her boy band. And they're, like, <laughs> leading. boy band. <laughs> and her hose. Her, her hose, right. And, like, there's, like, a short way to go. But they take the long route because they want Ryla to be able to see the snakes in a particular building. What? Because that's, like, what Ryla has conditioned them to do. What? Like, we have Wait, to see you're making you like, they're my like, 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 call. These are the type note. of friends I need. <laughs> <laughs> On a side note, um, I'm Ryla's brother, and I, like, my entire life, the biggest plight I've had with Ryla is how fucking slow she walks. I don't she, walk that slow anymore. You, Wait, she walks really fast. Now. I walk really yeah, fast. Yeah, you walk even slower. Ryla's long legs carry her about a foot every two and a half No, no, minutes. no. I walk fast now. Don't worry. I gotta get to the... You are so tall, but you walk so slow. I've never seen it ever before. No. Wait, Ryla, how tall are you? I'm like a little uh, taller than 5'7". <gasps> Wow, I'm just for reference. I'm five one. <laughs> no, a quarter. I want to clarify that this like is like they're, we're not like a cult, uh, and I don't. I don't even spend majority of my time with them anymore. I used to spend a lot of time with them. Yeah, you used I to. think like first year, and when then like stop yesterday and last like semester. no last semester. I <laughs> she like, actually did. I like. Like cold turkey, just like quit <gasps> hanging out. Them? No, not ghost them. There was good reasons for it, which <laughs> you we can't talk about. Cold them, but one of them just fell in love with you. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think they just fell just in love one? with me. <laughs> They're all in love with her. Damn. No, honestly, I feel like every week she gets like a confession from a new guy in the book, <laughs> and I was like, I gotta go. <laughs> I can't do this. So uh, it's not as weird as Raheek's making a sound, and I don't think they actually. No, they're call. really nice people. They're really no, nice they are, people. Yeah. They're well, a good group of friends to have. Incredibly smart as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I like became more like academically motivated by being around those people. Like you know when you surround yourself with a good solid group of people. Mm-hmm. I think. So rather, how does it feel to have people in love with you? <laughs> it's not. It's, you know better than any of us. Question still stands. I'm with all of us. Is Notion single or not? <laughs> Tune in next time. <laughs> I'm just upset because you clearly have a secret and you're hinting at it. <laughs> and I know they're not picking up on it, but I. What, oh, oh, no, what is going on? What are you talking about? Is this coffee? <laughs> I will take sip. <laughs> Silly rabbits. <laughs> you only wish you could see what I can see. I think in freshman year of high school, I had to deal with a toxic friendship. Um, not relationship, uh, friendship, sorry. So I think um, in junior high, there was a friend I had, and we would you know, always talk. We would go to each other's houses, and we would hang out. So, yeah, so um, I had to deal with being in school with one of my best friends uh, from junior high, but uh, we never went to the same school. This would be our first time going to the same high school. So, ninth grade rolled around, and I started high school. We were in the same class. This would be the first time, and I started experiencing his, um, I would say, like, competitive side, Uh, and that was just super, super horrible. Um, So... Mm -hmm. You know, we'd, we'd hang out outside of school, too, um, and it would be perfectly normal. We'd play video games. We'd, you know, talk about oh, things that junior high guys talk about, like cars that they can't drive and stuff like that. So we would 
be, we would, this was this was C plus plus. Um, oh my god! Of course, pro, it was. introduction to programming <laughs> in fifth grade, and I think we were writing our Hello World program, and I saw him oh, like, looking over my shoulder. How do you get competitive shoulder. with that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he was looking over my shoulder to see how I was writing it, and like everything that I added and he didn't add, and it didn't change the program in any way. He would add it too. So for Hello World, for Hello World, like, <laughs> how much? Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So. It goes to show, like, things that didn't matter. He just didn't want me to be better than him in any way. Oh. Um, this would continue for literally every portion of the class. Um, we would we would do code tests and stuff like that. If I did anything differently, he would look to see if his method is better. If it wasn't, he'd copy mine. And oh it wasn't God. in a friendly way where we would help each other out. It would be... Him not showing me his answers, but him looking over to my shoulder. And Did I'm not a horrible person. I'm like, oh, yeah, go ahead. Could I, I do that with, like, my other friends in class, too? But then I realized, hold on, this is really one-sided and weird. So this would be continuing. And once I was like, hey, no, you can't see my program. And Good. Tell him. The, the finishing the, the straw that broke the horse's back. The camel. <laughs> The straw yeah, that broke the camel's back was when he said that, oh, if you don't show me your program, I'm going to flirt with your sister. <gasps> what? <laughs> oh my god. Just to give you guys a backstory, this guy was the first guy I ever had a crush on. And um, so me, like, going back to two girls, like, fighting over a guy. Um, so me and my friend, we were both into this guy. And we kind of had an agreement that we would be okay with whoever this guy chooses. Which in hindsight, we're like, why did we think this guy was all that? But um, yeah, so we were fine with whoever this guy chooses. And he ended up choosing, like, her first. And then he told her that he only chose her to get to me. And at the oh, time, obviously, this is so serious. I'm, I'm the stupid little, like, what, like, 13-year-old or 14, which is even weirder because, no, I was 13. 13? 12? I, I, don't, I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. Well, regardless, at the time, I was kind of like, oh, we my God. We were kids. We were all kids. I was like, oh, my God, he chose me. But, like, the fact that he told her that should have been enough, but yeah. I was just stupid and young. So I was like, oh, okay, like, he, he chose me. And so we would, like, we would, like, text all the time and stuff like that. And I had no idea that all of this stuff was going on with my brother until he told me that that's what he said in class. Like, we had already been talking, so the fact that he threatened my brother with saying, like, I'm going to flirt with your sister. Because yeah, that I'm going to flirt with your sister was really, really, like, annoying because we were already talking. Like, I thought we were already, like, a thing. And he's, like, oh. going over here trying to, like, manipulate my brother into thinking all these well, things. Well, obviously, I didn't show him my program. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. No, like, <laughs> let's not say that he blackmailed no, me into showing him I know, but the fact that I had he... nothing to do. Yeah, like, but the fact that he even said that, like, just goes to show, like, just how horrible it was. As, exactly. I was very confused as to, like, how someone could think this way. It's like, oh, I thought... Because I kind of knew that um, that you guys talked. Mm -hmm. So him saying that I'm going to flirt with your sister was like, hold on, I should be protecting Noshin. Like, my uh, thing wasn't like, oh, I have to not show him my program. No, oh, I know. No one said that. So um, <laughs> that's, what my, that's when I started talking to you guys about, hey, this guy is really yeah. weird. Just watch mm -hmm. out um, for him. Yeah. And that's when you guys started noticing all yeah. the, his tendencies, uh -huh. and, like, the way he spoke and the way he kind of um, would be in a conversation and he would try to 
get the other people in the conversation to argue with each other and he would be uh he would be like oh it's okay i'll just be the voice and voice of reason and try to break this fight up even though he's the one that started this argument and and it just started getting worse and worse to the point where once he started realizing that i was distancing myself from him because of everything that was happening he started going back to my friend and being like oh yeah i don't even like notion anymore blah 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 and my friend knew everything that was going on so she obviously knew it was all like bullshit and so the two of us together like I remember specifically we were at a dawab and we called him and we're like we don't want to talk to you anymore and then we like hung up on him and we blocked his number and it was like such a pivotal point in our friendship but like at the now it sounds so dumb but like at the time it was just so funny because we were like oh my god like we actually did it like we blocked <laughs> oh, him like <laughs> but, yeah. sounds like us no he's still blocked actually <laughs> oh, oh yeah yeah like I mean we're we don't talk that much anymore like because she moved away but um um, yeah, like we're we're good. It's a good story. <laughs> <laughs> I will flirt with your sister. Besides that, okay, this isn't really toxic or like nobody like nobody in this friend group is like competitive with me. But I think I'm sure you can relate with this too, Ryla. But mm-hmm. like I'm constantly surrounded by very hardworking and very smart and very ambitious people, and I'm not. as ambitious as them so like I'll see them like this has happened like throughout my like whole like undergrad experience but like I'll see them like actively like seeking out jobs and like doing like research and whatever right and there was one summer where I got a job offer but I decided not to take it because Mm -hmm. I wanted to spend the summer just kind of doing my own thing Mm -hmm. where I like I wrote my book and I just traveled blah 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 but everybody else was working yeah and when I made that decision it took me a really long time to like not feel guilty about it because everyone was like oh yeah we're working and we're getting paid this much and we're doing this and it's gonna be so good because we're gonna get full-time jobs afterwards and like I don't know do you guys ever feel like Oh, I feel like it's a lot of pressure because oh, I feel like so judged for my own like decisions because everybody else is doing something so much. I feel like, yeah, sometimes it feels like everyone is getting full-time jobs. Like I'm still in school for another three and a half years. So like for me, I'm kind of like, okay, yeah, cool. Like I'm doing grad school, but everyone is living their adult lives yeah. while I'm literally just in a classroom all the time. And I feel like it definitely feels weird to see everyone. It, it kind of feels like everyone's growing up yeah. and you're kind of just... Just stuck, and I feel you know? like people are judging me, but I know that they're not because they're like they're really yeah. good friends, and they've never like expressed like, "Oh, you should be doing something else." But I feel like when they're doing something entirely different from what I'm doing, I'm like, "Okay, like, am I messing up somewhere?" Like, I don't know. I think you should I be doing more. I think you feel like that because I think the culture of our community is for you to like get yeah, an internship consistently and then mm-hmm. get a full time job as soon as you can. And I think because of that, like. And they're kind of, like, the people that are following that route. And yeah. so you, like... You, and yeah. they, just, yeah. they just seem so much more passionate about, like, computer yeah. science, like, engineering. I feel that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said it, because I know you can relate. <laughs> and then, like, there's so many people who, like, take gap years and stuff, but none of our friends do. I'm doing it. And I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so I've, it feels like such a, like, a new decision, when in reality, like, it's a normal thing. Yeah. But we've been so conditioned to think that, like, oh, yeah, like, you just have to go straight straight to school, straight to work, straight to this, 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 and that. Like, there's no time for a break. Like, it, you, we're just conditioned to think that way. So, yeah. like, I think it's really good that you're actually doing what's good for you. I, I'm of- trying my best, but it's also, like, there's always, like, moments of doubt, like, 
oh, I should have so much more saved up in my bank account. I should yeah. be, like, having so much more experience. Like, I need to work. I need to do this. And, like, I don't know. I've had so many meltdowns in front of my parents. And they're Aww. like, why are you, like, freaking out? Like, you're yeah. still, like, a kid. You can do yeah. what you want. <laughs> um, yeah, people in this community don't give enough credit to people who are, like, just doing their own thing at their yeah. own pace. Because, yeah. mm-hmm. like, that's, like, I think, in my opinion, that's, like, the more, like, valuable or, like, more, like, it's a thing that you should respect more than anything else, and I think... Yeah, I feel like we have these, like, weird deadlines set. Yeah. When there's, oh, like, an like, age yeah. associated especially, yeah. I feel like, especially as women, I feel like yeah. we're expected to get finished with school at a certain age, uh, get married at a certain age, oh, have yeah. kids at a certain age, and we're all past that age <laughs> by now. <laughs> yeah. Like, and so it's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Boys? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think I feel that too in my industry, electrical engineering. Um, <laughs> sorry, I was distracted. Um, my industry, electrical engineering. Come on. <laughs> um, in my school, a study, electrical underscore engineering. <laughs> End quote. <laughs> um, I don't really know what to say. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, Electrical is an interesting school because. Look, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to start a thought and you guys keep laughing and I have to reset my brain. Electrical is an interesting we'll school. We'll start from the top. Take it from the top. There's this interesting dichotomy in electrical engineering <laughs> because. Oh my god, are you going to laugh every time I say electrical engineering? No, it's every time you start in a vastly different way. No, it's the same thing. Something's interesting about electrical. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Okay, okay, sorry. Okay, go. Interesting electrical. (laughs) Two things. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um, I find that in electrical engineering, there's two types of people. Um, and there's the kind of people who are, like, grinding super hard and um and electrical engineering often favors them so it'll be like um people who are like oh there's an assignment i'm gonna knock it out now and then see what i can do to separate myself from other students or internship opportunity i'm gonna aggressively pursue this company so that they have no choice but to offer me these opportunities and i know it's it's a lot there's a lot of similar things in computer science but i think what makes electrical particularly, um, like, at times toxic is because there's a lot less opportunity in electrical than there's computer science. Yeah. It almost feels like computer science is saturated because I'll get computer science companies coming and asking me to join them, and I'm like, I don't know how to code. They're like, we'll teach you, and I'm like, look. Whoa. Can you ask them to teach me how to code? Yeah, just look up defense contractor on Google. Though. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. well, <laughs> throwing around contracts at this point. Um, regardless, my point here is that like I often find myself, you know, as a sophomore, this was my biggest um, like struggle going into my sophomore year. I did not have an internship. Uh, I had barely the strands of what would eventually become research. Um, and a lot of my friends were like, oh, yeah, I'm going, I'm moving to Oregon for the summer so I can work at Intel so I can innovate the industry. And, <laughs> um, you know, they were really um, doing things that at the time seemed cutting edge. And um, I think it was, I think um, 
I don't know, toxic in a sense, but also important. I think, I think most people would say that, you know, it was a toxic environment and I needed to accept myself and understand that I didn't, I could go at my own pace and find success. And I agree with that. But also I found that I was inspired by that to a degree. At first I was like intimidated and Mm -hmm. obviously off put by, um, the vast difference in like even the framework with which they approach their education. Mm-hmm. But, um, eventually I was inspired, you know, there's a, there's a beauty to someone who's willing to, um, you know, give it their all in something, um, something so abstract. Um, and, um, I think in a sense it was what really cemented me into this industry or into this major. Cause I was really considering uh, changing for a while into mechanical, actually. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, I was confused for a while, but I was just like, you know what? These people clearly have a passion for this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let me see if I can find it too. Huh. That's, that that's was, a really, that's a really good. And I think that's different from how a lot of people feel. Yeah. I definitely mm-hmm. didn't feel that yeah, way either. <laughs> like I've always been intimidated by the competitiveness rather than inspired by it. I've, I've tried to find the inspiration, but it's, it's really hard. <laughs> No, I agree. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think it did kind of push me to try harder because it's, like, even if I don't get it, at least I should try. Yeah, I see true. them, you know, like, so I guess I kind of see a little bit of both. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think that's enough to consider it yeah. inspired. I mean, I was, it wasn't, like, a, it's just discouraging a when eureka you, moment. Yeah, sure. but it's discouraging when you try and then you don't get anything and then exactly. everybody else gets something and it's, like, okay, why did I even try? Yeah, kind like, of. it can be discouraging. I yeah. agree. But yeah. I don't know. I find more often than not that we are better than we think we are. So, I try to keep that like the back of my head that I'm better than I think I am. But, <laughs> I think it Oof. I but then I get more rejections. And I'm like, am I maybe more good than I think I am? Yeah. <laughs> At least we're all on the same boat. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and I, okay, I don't know about you guys, but I always feel that whenever I'm in a group with nope, guys. Shut up. <laughs> this isn't about you. <laughs> Whenever I'm in a group with guys, I always feel like they already assume that I'm dumb. Yes. And yeah. I have to oh my try God. Yes. 10 times harder. I have to first prove to myself that I'm at their level and then prove to my, like, prove to them that, or, sorry, wait, hold up. I have to first prove to them that I'm at their level and then I have to prove to them that I might be a little better. Like, yeah. they will never look at me and think, like, oh, yeah, she's one of us. Like, mm-hmm. they're always like, oh, okay, this girl, like, she probably doesn't know what she's talking about. Yeah. And not I think that's with, horrible. Not even with just students. Like, even with, like, interviews. Yes. Like, you can tell that they, like, talk to you differently. Exactly. I've, I've had so that. many condescending interviewers mm-hmm. who just kind of assume that, like, oh, like, is this really what you think? Like, like they kind of just, like, I don't know like are you sure they'll be like yeah. yeah like they'll challenge your yeah, exactly. ideas or beliefs yeah exactly or they'll they'll treat you as if you're like just another like where did you just read to... that yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> like, what article is that from which one of your male friends told yeah. you yeah <laughs> i felt that so often yeah. with like not necessarily like professors but with interviewers with students yeah. with everyone like i felt that way before yeah that's interesting i feel like a lot of um, males in the industry treat just the generic um, female when they enter the workforce. They treat them as a diversity hire, which is a very just yeah yeah toxic and horrible thing to do. Mm-hmm. 
It's like, oh, they're not qualified. They're just, it's because they're yeah, women. Yeah, a lot of guys would think that if, if I got the job over them, they'll be like, oh, yeah, she's she's a girl. Oh, my God. Well. I yeah. have this conversation with my guy, like, my group of CS friends every week. Yeah, do they say, like, oh, it's easier for where you? Where they, they just can't budge on the fact that, like, a woman gets hired at, a, like, a STEM-related job for her merit and not because, and not she's, because a woman. she's a woman. They're like, no, 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 okay, yeah, you could be good, but, like, you have to admit that part of the reason why you got in is because you're a woman. And it's like, that's, no. No, it's that's not, not it's the case. That's not the case. And stop discrediting, like, all my accomplishments, achievements, and how hard I've worked. Exactly. And just, like putting this overarching title that, like, I'm a woman, that's why I got the job. Exactly. It's literally not it. That's part of it's the issue, it. is having that mentality. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Like, that just shows that they don't think we're good enough without being women, yeah, you know? Yeah, exactly. Dude, even at work, like, this past summer, there'd be certain cases where it would just be me and a bunch of guy interns in the office, and then they'd ask a question, I'd say something, and then they'd be like, oh, okay. And then, like, they'd ask the same question to the guy in- intern. And he'd say the exact same thing. And exactly. they'd be like, oh, okay, 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 okay. Got it, like, got it, got it. Like, they second-guess you. That's, yeah. like, the first instinct is to second-guess It's like you. they'll hear me, but they're not actually listening to what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah. And it's what the guy says. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah. I was I was interning somewhere last summer. And me and another guy were interning in the same, like, department. Mm-hmm. And he came, I think, two and a half months after I joined. Okay. And within the second week, he had more responsibilities than I did. And Are you serious? Like, I was like, we had, like, the same supervisor and everything. So, you know, like, there was no reason. We had this, I was more qualified than him, too. He was, I think, a sophomore. I was wow. an incoming senior. Mm-hmm. And for some whatever reason, they just decided to give me less, like, responsibility. Yeah. And obviously, like, I, like, brought it up. I was like, hey, like, I want more to do. And Yeah. But they still, like, didn't hear me because they were like, oh, yeah, she can't do too much, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But it's hard. It's really hard. Yeah. It comes a time in every man's life when he has to leave the podcast. To the <laughs> oh my god! Oh, okay, wait. Let's let's do an outro then. Okay. Dun 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 dun. No, I didn't like it. Um. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for joining. I think we had a good conversation on friendship, school, toxic people in our lives things like that being a woman in the workforce yeah yeah but thank you so much for inviting us guys. <laughs> yeah thank you so much for having us so but yeah with that this is don't tell Amo. i'm raida i'm bushra i'm raheem i'll be no shit all right goodbye Bye. Bye.